Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong here, and I have an amazing guest for you today, Samantha Nicole, who's a fitness coach, joins us by way of Dallas, Texas. Welcome, welcome to the show, Samantha. I'm so excited to be here, Michelle. Yay! Oh my goodness. I love that. Um, yeah, I'm excited for our topic. I'm excited for like your work and hearing your story and your journey. So you and I connected online. Um, yeah. I think, like, honestly, I think I remember you from Melissa Mejia's, um, like she had a summit that I was also yes. part of. I've seen, like I've seen you and I was like, oh, she's really cool. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah and then I don't are you in um the alpha femme experience as well or yes I just joined that a few months ago amazing okay with Melanie and layer yeah okay cool so I think I've seen you and like I love your vibe and so I was like oh I want her on this show <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much I yeah. love that and so okay so you're a fitness coach but um you like we're going to talk about energetic movement today, which is so exciting. So I want to hear more about like how your journey started as a fitness coach. Absolutely. Um, I love telling the story because it's, it's really something that I like to bring to people's attention as a fitness coach. My journey to be where I'm at in the fitness world came from simply paying to go to school and learn about the human body. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I say that is because I went to school to be an engineer. And then I quickly realized that that side of the school, or they're not very social. <laughs> Engineering is not necessarily an industry where you get to really people engaged. So um, I found myself find becoming passionate about kinesiology. I jumped in, thought I was going to be a physical therapist and quickly fell in love with how our, our body works. I, I still to this day think it's the coolest thing since sliced bread. And in that learning, that's where I developed a lot of my passion. Now I share that because, you know, me being a fitness coach is literally me saying, Hey, I, I understand your body. I understand my body. I understand the human body and my ability to navigate you through your human body is because I sat and I learned. So the learning aspect and aspect is really important to me because what I like to tell people is when you learn your body, it's the same as you learning how a, a car engine works. If you take the time to actually learn how a car engine works, which most of, most of us don't, you, it would be the same. It would be the same as you driving out to the middle of nowhere, getting stranded and stuck. You would be stranded and stuck if your car broke down because you don't know how to fix it. You don't know how your body works. And the only reason I'm able to really bring women 
to a place of shifting their physique, feeling empowered in their skin, really learning, you know, what it is that keeps them motivated is because I first understood and learned how our body works. And it is the most fascinating thing. Now that was my passion and it carried me into group exercise. I taught Zumba and yoga and all of the like step classes, spin classes, and then um, found myself in research laboratories, learning, you know, some more applied science, like, um, performance and sports and um, treadmill, stuff like that with police officers. But I also learned, you know, the cellular stuff, how our body responds um, in, in the in the realm of diseases when we apply exercise to it. So I, it, it carried my fascination all the way into my master's degree. And I got my master's degree in exercise physiology as well. And uh, I taught a lot of academic classes. So I have this full spectrum of of fitness and health and nutrition. And it wasn't until I graduated and went into work for a gym where I really got to play with more the human emotional aspect of fitness. Mm. So as you know, like, okay, we can learn everything we need to know, but it's an emotional experience to not just learn your body, but really become empowered through your body. And so, and navigating people in one-on-one coaching, I had to watch people go up and down emotionally and watch their body follow them and figuring out different ways to motivate different people who had different personality types and different reasons they were even training in the first place. It really came clear to me that the concept of mind, body and soul is real. And when we first learn how our body works, we get to understand that our body is our friend. It's on our side. It wants the best for us. And it completely responds to how, who we are. Then we get to recognize that our journey in our body is actually a, a mental game. And it's understanding our desires and our passions and, and really developing a relationship, an emotional relationship with ourselves. Once we do that, we can, we can have whatever type of body we want. We can run as far as we want. We can lift as much as we want. Um, and that, that's really where my passion lies. So to wrap the whole story up, um, once I understood the physical part and the mental part and the, and the emotional part, I got to really see that these women who were empowered in their businesses, I had a lot of high performers working with me. Um, they were coming to me to become physically attractive. They're like, I want to get in this gym. I want to get a six pack. I want to work out. I want to look good. I want to make my ex-boyfriend jealous. They had oh, yeah. all kinds of reasons <laughs> to be physically attractive. And I was like, all right, girl, let's go get it. Let's do it. Let's turn this up. But from there, every single one of them who chose to be consistent and became active eventually didn't just become physically different. They became emotionally and energetically attractive. So my brand is called Active and Attractive because I've recognized that who we become in the gym is who we take with us everywhere. The person we have to become to develop consistency in our movement and our healthy eating and loving ourselves, that's the same woman that's building the business. And all of my clients who have taken the time to develop themselves physically are also the ones who watch what they already had in their lives amplify because energetically they became more powerful and really attracted the really big things that they desired in their lives. Oh my God, that is so good. I love that. So it's like, it's really like, I love it. And um, it's almost like, well, I know just like everything that you're saying, I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I've experienced it because I used to, 
like I used to move a lot like growing up I, I participated in like track and I was in all the teams at school and then like for a period between like high school I stopped moving my body because study I had to study I had to get all the A's right but I yeah. then in college what ended up happening was I gained the freshman 15 and I got really lazy and then my aunt she because she works out every morning like she was hardcore like 4 30 in the morning she's hitting the gym like she's just and she said to me one day uh you know if you want like do you want to be able to be as fast as I am <laughs> like in the kitchen like to be more alert and I was like uh she's like yeah you have to move your body and so I don't know there's something shifted and my I because like my clothes weren't fitting so I started to pay more attention to my food and my exercise. And I realized that when I started moving my body, I had more energy. It's, mm. It sounds counterintuitive, but the more we move, the more like we end up having more energy. So I would love to hear, um, even because you're saying the mind, body, spirit, that's all connected. Like I, like I know it. it's not even like a belief. It's a fact, right? Mm. I want to, like, I would love to hear, um, well, I don't, I don't want to say the science behind it. <laughs> like, I was like, I can give that to you. <laughs> but it's like how, so the women that came in to see you who were, you know, entrepreneurs, um, tell me about their transition and like what you saw. Absolutely. So here, here's the crazy part is we can, we can have a superficial goal, but every single one of these women, if I sat down, I'm sure you've heard this technique where you sit and you ask a person why seven times and you'll get down to the heart of their actual mission. When someone sits down and they say, I want to make my ex-boyfriend jealous and you ask them why seven times, you'll find that the answer is so much deeper than actually making someone jealous. Mm. And so a lot of times when we have physique goals, when we have body goals, what's happening is we want to be experiencing something deeper in life. We want to be experiencing more feeling, more emotion, more power, more freedom. We want to be experiencing something very powerful. And oftentimes we'll notice that we can't experience that thing because our body is limited. So when we take the understanding that our body is connected with everything that we desire, just the same way our money is connected with everything we desire, the same way we understand that our relationships represent everything we desire, our, our body is a representation of how we feel about ourselves. And it's not a, a number on the scale. It's not. It's, it's a, I have a desire. I want that. It's, I have a desire to lose pound a uh, five pounds. I want that. I have a desire to make a thousand more dollars in my business a month. I want that. I have the desire to connect romantically. I, it's this understanding that if you look at yourself and you don't necessarily like what you see, there's a part in you that's really saying, I want something more. I want something more. And when you look at your body, it's just a visual representation of that. So taking the understanding that the body, a lot of times is a connection to a deeper knowing or a deeper desire in your soul that you want. It's putting those two together and recognizing, okay, 
if I want something more, I know how to go for it. I know how to get myself to get up and move. The same way in business, we're like, okay, I want to make $1,000 more in my business, $100,000 more in my business. I need to get up and go. My body is the same way. I need to get up and go and take action on that. I need to go explore myself in the more emotional ways. I need to get up and, and connect and recognize that all of this is one big picture and it's all connected. And I think we kind of forget that in the manifestation world that our body is literally the same thing as going after money and relationships because our bodies, our, our fitness and health and nutrition has such negative stories around it that we've all created over the, like since the nineties and probably way before that now, you know, crash diets and fad diets and failed attempts at exercises that really confuddles our mind. But when we recognize it's all the same thing, we get our power back and we can have everything that we desire if we look at it this way mm, can you talk more I love that I'm like so excited I'm like which one do I want to ask <laughs> yes, next, next, next. <laughs> so can you share more about the energy um because that's the piece so I'm assuming that the women who came to you and wanted like these certain goals and you were saying what really changed for them was um everything else and their energy and their emotions and their mind um can you explain more of the energetics of that yeah. So, um, so basically I, I really, it, it took me a long time to put this together, but like I was saying a second ago, it comes back to what do you desire? I, I think that, I think that people believe that you're supposed to be a certain number on the scale. And that's not what I'm saying. If you desire to be a certain weight, and you check I and mean, you really know how to check in with yourself and make sure that desire is truly you, not an assumption of who you're supposed to be, not a not a projection of someone else on how you're supposed to be, but really saying, I want to lose weight or I even want to gain weight in order to feel this way with myself. That journey to get there is all all of that is where your power exists. Mm. So the energetics of it is practicing how worth it do you think it is to go through no matter what it takes to get to where you're going. The energetics is what comes up for me as I pursue this or as I even think about it. Do I get weird? Do I have stories that block me? The energetics is when I go closer to that goal, do I celebrate or do I start sab sabotaging? That, that, that process in the energetics most likely is showing up in other areas of your life. So if you can use your journey in health to practice and overcome these pieces of self-sabotage, of celebrating every single pound, of, you know, going the three miles when you only thought you could go one. When you, when you really put all of these pieces together, it's the general energetics that exists in the universe of going after your desires. It's all the same thing. But that that's really how I see it. And every time you win, every time you say yes, you do get more energy. That's why people do get more energy after they work out because our bodies are designed to move. So our bodies want to be moving. They want to be pursuing. They want to be feeling. They want to be experiencing. So when we, our bodies are doing what it's supposed to do, when our bodies are going after the goals that have been placed in our hearts, of course we feel good. We have more energy. That's the energetics of it to me. Oh, I love it. That's so good. And like, I like, yeah, like, 
every time like I shared, like if I'm tired, like if I'm exhausted, that's different. Like I need to sleep. Right. But if I'm just like, if I'm just on the couch all day, (laughs) Uh like I'm just, you know, on the computer, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. But like, if I play a dance song, like, and I just start moving my body, I'm like, Oh my God, I feel so energetic. Like it just changes the emotional state. And like, that's, yeah. And so when you're saying also the energetics and the emotions, like, I love how you were saying, like the journey that's involved, right? Because it really becomes that mindset. And like, we face ourselves in the challenge. Um, and like, as you were talking, I was even seeing like, you know, people training for like marathons or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's less mm-hmm. about the actual marathon, but the work that it takes for people to show up for themselves. Yeah. So okay. I'm curious, like for the, for your clients, you were saying like, like it was showing up in all areas of their life in terms of results. So were you seeing people's business grow, like the connections there? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I had clients, you could probably guess, you know, if you feel like your jeans are a little bit looser or you feel like your clothes fit you a little bit better or you can buy clothes that expresses how you're feeling on the inside, you can imagine the clients who um, appear in front of others more often felt more bold and more comfortable. That's kind of the obvious translation that we make when we think about um, health, physical goals going into a improving our performance. But I had some clients who just felt so lethargic, like you were describing um, on the couch, you know, it's like, when you feel slow, you just are slow. Oh God. It's just, it's just <laughs> simple. Like it, it, and when you feel like you ran and you're in flow, if you've, if you've ever worked out and just happen to have a good workout and you get in the shower, the amount of epiphanies that come to you are like, and they're all inspired. They're all inspired action type of epiphanies, things you want to take action on. So the, the product, the productivity, the work ratio ends up increasing, but it comes from a place of inspiration and joy and excitement. So those endorphins help my clients really achieve their goals from a place of joy. And then I had other clients. <laughs> One was a guy and he um, was telling me about this woman who like the, the one that got away and he was trying to play it cool, but he just couldn't stop talking about her. Well, she ended up training at the same gym. And then before you know it, I saw them leave the, um, what do you call it? The, the locker rooms. They left from the locker rooms to go out to the car together. And I was like, Oh, they're talking again, you know, and lo and behold, it's been five years and I'm still training them to this day, but they, um, have a a five month old and they've been married for three or four years. And I know that him working out, him feeling good in his body gave him the confidence to be the man that she felt like she wanted to see and it, and it helped him perform because he's a CEO. So it helped, it helped him perform and he was very stiff and rigid. So he felt good just being in his body. Um, and it's, it's little stories like this, that you might already have a successful career, but if you're not taking care of your body and then all of a sudden you start it, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month, you're going to feel so much more inclined to do even more. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter where you are. If, when you start incorporating your body, your vehicle in this world, when you start incorporating some healthy aspects to it, it's going to take you above and beyond. It's absolutely amazing. 
I love like talking to other entrepreneurs because it's like hundred like six figure months, hundred thousand dollar months. It's like, yeah, you, like you're just like you're saying that like it was nothing. Yeah. And it's 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 like I know so many people who create six figure months, months, mm. months, months, you know? <laughs> yeah, months and, and months and months. Yeah, yeah, I just love it. So it's possible. And, uh, and I love how, I just love what you were sharing about like your, the man, your client. That's amazing. And that's actually even talking to you. I'm like, okay, what can I do? <laughs> yes. Like, how can I get into my body more, you know? Um, and that's, yeah. And so I have a question like now with, well, I don't know. I think it's dependent on cities and different areas. Um, but with the pandemic, um, mm. Yeah. And especially like, like, I'll just use me as an example with Seattle. I mean, it's gross in the winter time. I just don't love being out. So what would you recommend? To do in order to move? Yeah. yeah like, I mean, gyms may or may, I don't know, like, like I, it's hard for me to be motivated unless like, when I when yoga studios were actually open, my favorite yoga studio closed, but um, I would go and that I looked forward to it every day, right? So that really kept me kept me fit. Um, mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, what would you suggest? Yeah, that that's actually a really hard one um, because it kind of depends on what you feel like you need and also what's out there, right? But the answer is still the same as if the gyms were open or closed, it's finding uh, any kind of movement. Here's the first step is not putting pressure on the type of movement. A lot of people are like, in order for me to classify myself as being healthy, I need to run five miles every single day. And it's like, um, no, no. Just like you said before, if you literally jumped around your apartment and danced your booty off, you would be doing more for yourself than not doing anything at all. So it's, it's a couple of things. It's, it might be actually going out, finding the right clothes and going out and walking anyways, and, and learning that the cold really isn't as bad as you thought it was, right? <laughs> or maybe developing a relationship with the weather, right? It could be something as intense as that, or it could be saying, okay, um, one thing that the pandemic taught me is I hated home workouts. Oh my gosh. I don't know where I developed the affinity towards it or the affinity from it, but um, I hated home workouts. I hated the feeling of sweating in my own apartment. I hated the tightness of it. I hated all of that. And there's no equipment, but because of the pandemic, I'm creating home workout programs for people because not only did I find a joy in it, I recognize when you need what you need, you, you, you get what you need so that you can do what you're supposed to do. So it's finding the outlet, the avenue, the person online, the coach, the program that's going to allow you to tap into that really good feeling that you felt at the yoga studio and in, in doing that. Because the one thing I do teach every single time if you are pursuing anything in your health journey, you need to make sure that fun and joy is at the forefront of your decisions, because we all know you ain't going to do it if you don't like it. <laughs> and you shouldn't do it if you don't like it. You really shouldn't do it if you okay. don't like it. I love that. And that's like, that's, that's my message. Like you gotta, like, cause I, I used to teach Pilates and all of that. And it's like, I love it because it was joyful. Right. And it's like, I used to go on the treadmill. Like, oh, I got to burn the hundred calories. This is me in college days. And I hated every moment of it. And yes. then, 
And so like, it has to be fun. Otherwise it's not going to stick. Yeah. But there's also, I know there's psychology and like the, like there's brain chemistry behind the joy and the pleasure. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So, um, our bodies are wired for pleasure. Our bodies enjoy good feelings because they're good feelings. That's why they are good feelings. Our body dislikes things that it, it brings it stress, fear, anxiety. Those things are known to be no's for us. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we create, um, desire and excitement around things that we enjoy, our body is going to naturally go in that direction. So brain chemistry wise, you get the, the hormonal releases of dopamine, endorphins, all of this jazz. And when we recognize our goal is to work with how the body is naturally wired, good things are good, bad things are bad. Don't do bad things. Do do good things. Period. (laughs) What happens is we take out the need for motivation and we end up leaning into the current of how things already work. So when we just focus on doing good things, here's what happens in the health journey. You say, I'm just going to do dance classes. I hate lifting weights. I'm just going to do dance classes. You jump in that current. It's going to take you as far as it's meant to take you. What we all always forget is that when the body starts getting good things, it raises the standard of our expectation on how we feel good. So if we are, you know, six months deep in a dance class and we see one of the other girls in the dance class go out and do a jog on the treadmill, which you never in a million years would have done, you might find a spike of curiosity that says, ah, I want to see she's doing it. She makes it look so effortless. Maybe I should try it. Mm -hmm. Now the decision to go on the treadmill is from a place of curiosity and fun. And you might kind of get on that treadmill and find out it's not as bad as you thought it was. So you keep going with that until you realize you can get stronger on the treadmill by going and lifting some uh, weights for your legs. Now you're dancing and running and doing weights with uh, dumbbells and you feel good the whole way, but not at a single point did you force it, right? And we have to understand that our body is conditioned for that. We'll start noticing that our food might not make us feel as good as it did, you know, two weeks ago, if we were eating really poorly and we've been exercising and feeling good and then our food makes us feel bad, we'll start noticing the contrast and begin to ask more questions about, okay, maybe I should start, maybe I should try a salad. Ooh, I felt good after that salad. The thing is, is that our body is designed to move. We have got bones, joints, muscles, a heart with a vascular system to supply those muscles. We've got all of these things. We're designed to move whether we're conditioned for it or not. But we're also designed for healthy foods because healthy foods are just simply foods that mesh well with the organic nature of our body. It's they're they're all one, right? So when we feel how all of these things that our body is already naturally wired to to consume, we feel that it doesn't pull us down, it doesn't make us moody, it doesn't make us slow and sluggish and not want to perform in our business. It actually elevates us and amplifies us. 
that's where the motivation comes from, not forcing and cramming it to happen. So that's kind of, it, it's, it's physiological because what it, what's being reinforced is the endorphins and the dopamine. We've become addicted to it and almost in a, in that kind of way. But in reality, we're just working with the same way we're all wired to have good relationships naturally. That's what we desire ultimately. And we're designed for wealth to be fully supported and supplied for. The same thing is true with health, but everything's been commercialized. So it kind of confuses us. Mm. But an apple is good for you because an apple actually contains things that our body needs to function, just like gas going into a car. Oh, that is so good. I love it. And uh, I like how you said our bodies are wired for wealth. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's all expanding. True. I love it because everything that you've shared, it's like our bodies are designed to grow, evolve and keep um, elevating and not even just the physical, but the like what you were saying, the energetics and relationships yes. and our health and, and wealth, all of that. Um, and it sounds like, oh my God, like when you paint it that way, it's like, it just starts with like, finding joy and movement. Oh my gosh. Just a little bit. It's, it's inevitable. I wish you could see my mother shout out to my mom. She started by walking with a girlfriend. She had to make the walk joyful by adding a friend there first. So that was the joy. Then her body got conditioned. It felt weird when she didn't walk. And now she's walking without her friend more days. She's going four miles. I don't even go four miles. (laughs) And now that it's colder, my mom is literally doing YouTube videos of this lady who's dancing around almost kind of like j- old school jazzercise. Oh, I love it. But she's fully motivated on her own and love my mother, but it's been decades of on and off, on and off. This is the most I've ever seen her be consistent, but it's because she didn't put pressure on herself and she allowed herself to just find that flow of uh, exploring new things. And when the when the inside workouts came to her, it was just because she craved the movement so bad. Her body was so conditioned to it that she had to find something. And you talked to her six months ago. This was not like what she was in the mood for at all. Oh, I love it. So how about like people who have like pain or because you were saying how our bodies are. Um, what were you saying? Our bodies are designed to you were saying something (laughs) you said something back there (laughs) and like um our like our bodies are designed to help us like we're like we're like we're it's you know it's here for us and then I know some people who have had like pain in their bodies or like they Mm -hmm. feel like their bodies have maybe like betrayed them yes so yeah yes girl oh my gosh So the only reason I have the audacity to get excited about this is like I said, I studied the body and I know how it works. Most of us, when our car breaks down, we're ready to like throw in the towel, we'll probably scream, pull our hair out and be like, what is this? We have no idea the why. If we knew the why, it might have been something very simple, like a rock got caught in it and we just have to pull it out and it's fine. But when we don't know, all we know is that it's broke and broke is not good. Broken is not good. You would be surprised how many things in the body that invoke pain, that invoke chronic pain, that uh, elicit people to just not move at all or to just feel chronically bad. I can guarantee you 80% of those are very simple fixes, meaning maybe change one thing and it'll fix 
all of it. One example, a very simple example is like back pain. I've seen people go into surgery. I've seen people completely call it quits in life because their back is hurting. When I get my hands on them, I show them like two or three stretches and strengthen their core just a little bit. And all of this pain that's caused them issues for years gone like that. The only reason I look at back pain is like, oh, that's no big deal is because I have the knowledge on it. So my answer is, this is not true for all things. And we can go as far as even saying, you know, a lot of diseases and issues created in the body are very mental and emotional. There's that whole conversation. I do believe there is definitely a layer of that, but some of the more tangible stuff that people experience 80 to 90% of it is very, very solution oriented, very easy to solve. And it's more a journey of trying to find people that you see have this type of confidence over healing those things and doing what it takes to, to get that fixed. Mm, that's really good. And I think that's true. Cause like when I, um, I had a knee injury last year and, uh, I think a lot of it is having confident in the care provider that is helping you heal. It's so hard <laughs> so to do that. I'm not going to lie there. No offense, but I don't see a lot of, um, kind of more of that holistic style understanding without the the medication and the surgery style professionals that aren't just doctors. Right, right. And like I um like I it took me a while to finally find my person and then when she like I remember on our first meeting even like she was like she was my PT. She's still my PT, but um, like the way that she was able to analyze my knee and my posture. And I've been like working with a PT for like months. <laughs> and it was, it was like in the beginning, it was like more like healing the trauma of what happened, like just with the knee. And yes. then after it was, you know, healed as much. And then now I had to get more movement and it was like finding the right person who can get me to my goals. And I just, yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. And when I finally found her, I mean, she had years of experience, so she was able to tell. And then like, even like knowing that the pain that I was experiencing, like if I could move through it, cause it's not actually yeah. going to harm my knee more. It's actually a lot of it was mental. Yeah. You're going to say something. that part, that part again, is just a knowledge thing. When you learn that your body is signaling pain to help you, there is, when you start learning the different types of pains and even you start learning and understanding your own pain, you realize there are some pains and the way I describe it is if it's, is it helping you or is it hurting you when you feel this pain? Because sometimes you can feel that the pain is making it worse versus making it better. And that's how I pain manage with my clients as we learn new movements. But that is purely a knowledge slash willing to explore type of um, experience. So I would, I would argue and say the people are out there, the, the, the practitioners and the therapists and the trainers are out there that care to make this a holistic experience. They're out there. They're kind of few and far between, but they're there. And I would argue as much as we're willing to go find the best money coach and the best relationship coach and the best business coach, and that we're willing to do the research and invest in all of those, but we won't do it for our body. That is probably the first question I would have people ask themselves. Are you willing to go through and explore and find the solution for this? Because I can guarantee you there is a solution. 
it's just a matter of doing the journey to find that person to help you. Mm, that's that's so good. It's interesting, isn't it? How people will invest in money, business, but then when it comes to their body, they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's broken. I guess I'm like this forever. <laughs> or like they want the quick fix, like the pill or oh, whatever. Like, give me medicine. Absolutely. Yeah, I I just love the. I guess the tenacity you call your clients to rise up to. Yeah. Uh, like you gotta, you gotta show up. Um, and that's yeah. like, basically you gotta show up for your life. It's not even just for your body. And then I love how you're saying like, it's that ripple effect from it all. Big time. Big yeah. time. It'll pay off in more than one way. If you're willing to find, figure it out. I love that. So how, um, like, so how has your business like, evolved and grow since you've started? Yeah. So I started out as a business brand called the fit tank. I was like, so proud of that name when I made it. I was like, it's like a fitness think tank and we're going to share all of the information about the body and learn from each other. I was so happy because I'm again, like I said, I'm so fascinated with how it all works. Mm. And I feel like people can gain so much power by their knowledge and understanding of the body before they even take action. There's that's how much is missing out there is just the knowledge element. But, um, you know, one day I was laying down about to go for in for a nap and it just woke me up. It like lifted me out of bed. I was like, active and attractive. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, I was kind of feeling stagnant in the fit tank. I didn't really know where I wanted to take it. I needed something that fit so much bigger. Um, the, the, the full embodiment of all these pieces. And I felt like the fit tank kind of stopped at the information piece Mm. and active and attractive was born that way. It's, it's literally the embodiment of understanding that when we take action, we become more energetically attractive. When we actively take care of ourselves, when we are active, when we actively listen, we're actively present in our lives, we become more energetically attractive. And that's what we ultimately want. It's not a physical attraction that we think we're looking for. It's actually people who are desired, who who have the things that they want. It's an energetic vibe that people are attracted to. And even the, the things that they want in their lives comes from the fact that they know themselves. They know what they want. They're clear on who they are. They know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. They're doing the work. That being active in that way of doing the inner work is what makes you energetically attractive. So I, my business has shifted a lot since I first, first started online. Um, and it's, it's empowering because it shows women that um, when you put yourself first, again, we'll put ourselves in the back burner, especially as entrepreneurs, when we put ourselves first in all the pieces, like we talked about, especially your body, when you put yourself first, you will become a powerhouse. And that's what I want women to take away above all things. And uh, I found a lot of people thinking that when they leave their computer screen to go work out, they're taking time away from their business. That's, that's not it. When you leave to go take care of yourself, you come back with so much more power that you get to give to your clients. You get to give to your message. You get to give to your business to give to the people you love. That's what allows you to be attractive and it holds strong relationships with all the things that you want. Mm, I love everything about that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so good. So how can people learn more about you? 
Yeah. So I am mostly on Facebook. Um, I have a private Facebook community called Active and Attractive. And um, in there, I talk a lot about leadership. I talk about mindset, talk about health, energetics, emotion. Um, And I try to cultivate an atmosphere where people feel comfortable asking questions because I feel like we should travel as far as we can until we have a question. And once we have a question and we ask it, we get the answer, then we can keep moving. That's what allows us to continue taking one step in front of the other. So this community is heavily based on questions. I go live. I love to cultivate an environment where women are learning and and, um, getting to know each other. And then, um, of course, I have my programs that if anybody wants to dive deeper into their health and have something to be accountable to, to raise their standards all about, then um, I have fitness and nutrition programs that are designed specifically for that. Amazing. That's so <laughs> awesome. I'll share all the information in the show notes. It's been such yeah. a pleasure, Samantha. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. And so for those of you who are listening, please share this episode. Um, You can tag. Are you on Instagram, Samantha? I am on Instagram, Active Attractive. Okay. So tag us both at Active Attractive and at michellewong.xo and we'll share it. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support and take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.